0: Welcome to the Dragonheart Ascension podcast with Sonia, where we mediate for innovative quantum solutions as the Dragonheart Light Council in preparation for Mother Gaia and Humanity's Ascension in 2029.
1: First thing that I saw, it looked like I was either looking through a window in a spacecraft or possibly just a photo of the curvature of the earth, but she was all golden and there was this golden light that was shining out of her. And uh, so this is what I wrote about that. I saw the transformed earth, golden. I was either seeing it in a photo or possibly out of the window of a spacecraft. It was like I was seeing it from space. I could see the curvature of the earth and golden light shining from her. As the light from the earth came into my body, I too became golden. The ascension happening to me as it was happening to her. I was a part of her earth as I was transformed by the light she was sourcing out to me. Space around the earth almost looked like the blue of the oceans on her in 3D form. All changed now. As Gaia is changing, so is all on her and around her changing. I did not see any stars, just the golden light of earth and space around her like an ocean. My body felt like a sculpture of light or a pillar standing on her, reaching up full of golden light into space. The pinkish salmon hue that I see in the far reaches of the cosmos, my body feels as if I am a tower or a structure like that. I think it is a state of being where I realize that I am a part of her and part of all that is at the same time. It is like everything is flowing from the root of me up to my crown and shooting out the top of my head. Feels like the Earth Mother is using me as a communications device It feels like I am a golden light antenna of sorts. She is me and I am her.
0: Beautiful. I love it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. You're
2: welcome.
3: (laughs) I can go. Okay. Let me, uh, I wrote down notes. Well, after your suggestion, right at the very end of our preparation, you said to root into the earth, shortly after that, I had a sense of going into the earth, almost um, concave isn't the right thing. It's, um, let me see, going in like this, you know, into a point. And at that point, it was like this diamond ball. And it was very bright extraordinarily bright and radiant and almost as if you were at a jeweler's who had a pair of tweezers on a holding a diamond Uh that kind of radiance and as i was going down into the earth i had a sense of moving into many different terrains are passing through a lot of geological terrains, including the red ruby walls, just a hint of it. This is something that we've experienced before in the inner Earth. Now, the interesting thing was, as this focus got more and more compressed into this diamond ball in the Earth, the more you went into the focus of this tiny ball in the Earth, you also got a cosmos picture. It was the same. Going deep into the earth, into this very specific point, you also, it's like having two pictures simultaneously. (laughs) The inner earth and the cosmos. And then, there were these like, golem type creatures. Except that they weren't crawling and they weren't creepy. They just resembled that color of a body. The heads were normal and they were active. They were moving around. I saw them moving more like stick figures almost. And again, they were around this concentrated diamond focal point inside the earth and on a much grander cosmic picture. You had the feeling that they were in preparation for something wonderful. It felt like this diamond, this brilliant diamond was the key. And near the end of my time with this, it felt almost like a new big, the Big Bang theory that this universe came from an immensely compressed little piece of matter. Now, of course, there are varying opinions about that, including, this wasn't the beginning, there was another big bang before this one, on and on. But just for now, that concept. And so it felt to me like the diamond was, diamond ball was going to, I don't wanna say explode because it feels so violent, but it's going to expand massively. And I guess encompass our known realities both on the planet and above. And then as that whole vision ended, I had something else come to mind that is not related. And then I thought it might be related. You don't know this, Chrissy. A few years ago, I did a play by an Irish playwright, one man show, the only person in the world to do it, except for him, and it's a very moving play. It's a lot of fun. There's a lot of comedy, but it's also Extremely emotional and moving. And I've thought about doing it again. And I read for the first time a couple of weeks ago, just the first few pages and I couldn't go on. I was so emotionally involved. So anyway, my mind went to that for some reason. And not that I shouldn't perform it, but then I heard the words, I need to write my own. Ah, And so it felt perhaps not to negate or deny the play because it's an extraordinary piece of work. But there's a new vision that needs to come in as well. No, but there is a new vision that needs to come in well. And so I'm being, it's not the first time I've heard this, but I'm needing to write my own, which maybe relates to the Diamond Ball
1: opening. That's it. Cool.
0: Beautiful. Oh, wow. This was a great session. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah I had a lot going on too. Um, the first thing that came to me was us uh, sitting in the diamond shape and in the center of us arose a fire from the center, like opened up and created a fire, but the fire like turned in, oh, excuse me a flower. It started with a sunflower and then the center of the sunflower turned into a fire. And then the smoke that was coming up out of the fire was that white rose. And then the white rose continued to swirl around until it became a tornado. And we were all standing around just watching this tornado. And I was like, that's interesting. And I was like, what do tornadoes do? They tear through places. So it tore across like the globe, but this was a white light tornado. And so instead of raining down rains and bringing winds, it swept the landscape with hope and with compassion and with healing and blessings. And then as it was doing that, disseminating it out, the other thing that a tornado does is suck things up, but it wasn't taking people's lives or causing damage and destruction it was actually working like a vacuum cleaner to suck up all the unnecessary decay and what's to be what was at its point of time to leave and That was pretty fun. And then the next set of visions that I had brought back to my work as well. Because, Jonathan, I know you're new to this, but my visions usually go all of us and then back to my home. And then from there, I might tip back and forth a little bit. So it came back to me, and I could see me working and then. I was like, okay, I'll just see what I'm doing. No sense in trying to figure out what to do. Might as well just see what I'm doing. And as I was watching, what I was starting to see was I was seeing other women is what came to me, but I was watching them from behind. And I realized I was watching them from their life connecting to me or whatever it is that I'm bringing to the table. And I got this idea of in my life previous to this session. I have been feeling very cold to bring forth some kind of training or teachings involving the idea of making a living from living your life. Cause that's what I feel like I'm really doing right now is just doing everything that I love to do and it just keeps working out. So I'm just going to keep on doing that and see like how far I can write it and what happens from there and just continue the trust surrender process. So the words that came to me is your life's work. And I had the sense of like life being your work and that kind of resonated with me. And then the next thing that came to me is the work of art. Like we talk about things being a work of art, but the words the work of art, right? So your life's work and the work of art came to me and the um, perception of human beings. I think we all could agree. We need a lot less humaning and a lot more being (laughs) right now to help humanity, but I had this just very clear seeing the human parts, the outer part of you and the being parts, the inner part of you. And the more that I can break this down into very bite-sized, easy to understand words. I think it really helps to kind of get that message across this whole idea of shifting from that human aspect into the being aspect. And the next thing that came to me was how to be at home. That's exactly what I would teach people. I want to teach you how to be at home so you can do your work from home. You can bring your spouse home. You can keep your kid home and homeschool. You can just live from this home base kind of idea versus our typical approach of everybody scatter and we'll regroup at the end of the day to argue. And then we'll scatter and then we'll come back together.
0: I love it. I love it, like, Christy.
2: The first thing that came to me is how to be at home is how to be at home in your body, how to be settled in your own skin. So I can take it from all those aspects, how to settle into your own skin, how to work from home, how to bring your kids home and homeschool and work that into it. And then how to bring your husband home. Like, how do you really monetize all of your hobbies? I think I feel more called to say the passions because those that aren't in touch with their passions Don't connect with it, but their passions are usually what they're doing as their hobby. So you can just spend your time doing what you love, surrounded by the people that you love. Call me crazy. That's what
1: we were supposed to be doing in the
2: first place. that's, That's what I'm kind of feeling. It's totally bucking the system. It's totally bucking the system. So I had all of that kind of come to me. And then I was like, this was really lovely. Let me check back in with the diamond and see if there's any more work that we need to do outwardly. So we're back into our diamond form and the center of it opened up again, but this time it opened up as a giant vagina and it was a sacred vagina that was birthing forth all of everything. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, that's going to be interesting to share with everybody. (laughs) And, (laughs) And it was just birthing forth life. And then as I revisited and went back down into it again, she opened up again. And this time a Phoenix arose from it. Oh, and mm. it just brought that message of all birth is rebirth. So let's begin again. And with that, I felt like a very complete spot. And I thought I'd come back to you guys.
3: <laughs> wow. Wow.
2: Yeah, I have a lot of art inspiration from this session. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm going to put flowers <laughs> inside of diamonds and golden earths and diamond balls and humid. Yeah.
0: Oh, that's great. Oh, okay. Mine's the topper here. Our diamond is spinning almost like a top. Now it's rotating to its side and spinning in a clockwise fashion. It feels like it's marking time in a way through its rotation, like strobing. It opens into a portal, basically. Exploding out into the field of energy like we are inside of the sun. This is a pure state of being. Nothing but light resides here. I am beginning to see light structure as grids of light inside of the sun. Like a flower with rounded petals like the sunflower. and a central sun in the center, just like the center of the sunflower, right? The center is a hub of energy, almost feels like a beehive. As I say this, I see hexagon patterns are the underlying form. It's its container for all life. It feels like each hexagon within the center of the sun is a specific station that corresponds to an aspect of life within its domain. Something Somewhat like an operation center, It controls the flow of energy coming into the cells, genes, chromosomes, DNA, etc. It's like the commander-in-chief station. This even correlates to our amino chain within the body. All life is activated through this station. Now I'm seeing little space plots flying out of the hexagon containers. They carry packets of information. Each of these stations are accessible to a receptive mind. They represent archetypes which hold millions of codes. The same operation happens at every level of the sun, solar, galactic, universal leading to Sophia. All comes from Sophia. These archetypes function through the tones of creation as currents of energy that represent the will of Sophia as light, life, and love. I believe I am being given images of the sound current and how it functions through the Christ as the son of our soul. All is one within the body of Christ. I am complete.
3: (laughs) Wow. I have to add a couple things. One, while you were saying that about being in the sun, I had this vision of you and I and this thing that was generating the energy. I had a vision of us standing outside of it. And I wanted to walk into this energetic, brilliant orb It's almost like we were going to dissolve in it. I turned to you and smiled and reached out my hand so you and I could walk in there together. Knowing full well that whatever way we would be transformed, we would still be one. And together, and it would only be wonderful. That was a vision that came while you were speaking. And then the other thing that I was going to say before you start speaking was the the richness of today's session, I believe, is emanating from two different things. One is that the time, quote, time that we're occupying collectively is moving so quickly, and each one of us is individually as well as a collective. And two, I think today's session, even more than any other one, is beginning to reflect what we know to be a potential of a meeting, of a grouping like this. After a certain amount of time and work with ourselves and work with each other, your gifts start multiplying. Or they become more enhanced. And so I'm seeing that more tangibly today, despite all other wonderful things than I have before. So that's pretty cool.
0: I also think it's connected to the energy work we did prior to starting the session. Hmm. Definitely.
2: I like that. And I liked going into the session, too. I felt like I was easier to like round into what we came here for.
0: I do this every morning for myself. So it's okay, let's do it as a group. And it was wonderful. Cool. I loved it. It was, oh, I love this. This is my favorite thing to do in all the world. (laughs) (laughs) I wanna do this.
2: (laughs) You should. I actually was told by one of my psychic friends that one of the things that was gonna do really well for me had something to do with a mastermind. And this is definitely what it is. And I think there's a richness to be found here. And what I really like about it is that it's really not about, Oh, calm. And one of us is going to show you the way, and we're going to help you get to another place mm-hmm. that it's like calm and then expand who you are and what you're about, and then challenge yourself to live into it. And if you're not in a place of Commitment and surrender to that as I feel I am, and I've known y'all to be, then it's not ever going to work because you're just going to come and have a nice meditation and go back to life as you. Know.
1: Well, let's face it, Chrissy, you said it. And what you saw, it's all about home. This is all about home. Yeah. This is all about the new home that we're going to.
2: And the only way that I can even tap into all this other exterior home was because I came home and that's what keeps me here and keeps me on the path. And what I return to over and over and over again is just coming back home and coming back home and coming back home and then re-stepping out again from that space over and over again. And I'm really seeing it come to fruition in such a tangible way that it makes me giddy and also excited. And I'm learning how to be a better steward of it because it's been here all along. All birth is rebirth anyway, but, or I guess I'll say, and, (laughs) and (laughs) and yeah, it's nice to see. So it definitely helps to clarify things and just catching myself, even like sharing my story with people. Now it's all that's, I just need to take that part <laughs> and talk about that thing. And it, now I can see how it all fits together because I don't know, it's just anchoring my belief even more. Yeah. That what I'm
0: seeing as you're talking is that this is how we create the new earth. We mm-hmm. actually, we're creating it by doing what we're doing. It's not like there's anything we have to do. We just have to show up and allow the vision to be given to us. And this is it. We are creating it. Just gotta show up for it. And if you're
2: caught up in passionless employment, if you're caught up in survival mode, if you're caught up with I'll get to it later, then it's gonna pass you back. You're gonna stay exactly where you're at. And those willing to take the leap, that leap into the unknown that I somehow had the sense to take 16 years ago when I said yes to putting myself through massage school and 15 years ago when I left a paycheck to just see what happens. I don't know, just looking back on it. Oh, that's that's what success looks like. A whole bunch of messiness <laughs> until you finally <laughs> settle into it and free yourself up of all this old stuff that's not true.
1: I We're- wanted to tell you that that thing that you have in back of you, that's what it looked like only the earth was golden. Mm. Are you talking about me? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Your backdrop is mm. what I saw originally before I got all the words <laughs> but the earth was golden in that picture that's in back
2: of you okay
0: nice Chrissy did you finish
2: I was just going to say that was another thing that I wrote down that I didn't share is the more unkept your house the more unsettled the being ah that's good one the more unkept your house the more unsettled the being ah Just thinking about all those, like earlier today, this is how it resonated with me. We moved some firewood that we had just stuck in the garage out because we noticed that something had been boring into it. And we didn't know if it was something that was going to eat the wood and then eat our house or whatever it is. And as you can think of it and approach it as, oh, like we need one more thing to worry about now or one more thing to take care of, would be like the typical human approach to it to really see it as all it did was say, get your shit together. Cause you got all this piled up firewood that is not supposed to be here. That's cluttering up your life. It's unkemptness. So really what we were given was the gift of an opportunity to take action on something that we wanted to do anyway. And if we could just realize with all that unsettledness, all those things that you mean to get to that we put off because we don't really honor and value and show up for our own experience the way that we make sure other people's experiences are sometimes or we put off priorities to us what would be ideal for us to cater to what's convenient or to zip into slip into zombie mode and check out completely then the more unkept your house is the more unsettled you're going to be because the only reason you got shook up is because you didn't have your shit together to begin with so to be Again, careful, right so yeah. i also wrote get it together so that you can live life together. Like you gotta get it together if you wanna live life together. And if you're not ready to get it together, then keep eating Oreos and drinking Diet Coke and <laughs> watching CNN and going to the job that you hate and being upset with your in-laws and not getting along with your husband and all the other stuff. You're gonna have an unsettled home as long as you have an unsettled being. You settle yourself, then the home settles. That's what I'm finding. My home is settling and it's so sweet. But I'm learning not to get over the top with it To stay (laughs) down here because I'm not going to like how a lot of it goes as it continues to unfold. So I keep myself humble and rooted. But today I'm feeling the sweetness and I really appreciate it.
1: Hey, as long as you can keep on smiling, that's
2: the way (laughs) it is. And no one's going to come along and do it for me. And if I get caught up in other people's thoughts and ideas and stuckness and limited thinking then i let them decide how my face is going to be and i am just stubborn enough and enough of a (laughs) rebel to do the opposite
3: i have to tell you with all my esoteric stuff and the way i do it and the way i teach that seems so out there everything i do and teach really is common sense yeah I simply take statements that people accept as real but don't really necessarily think about it. Like, you create your own reality. That's a common phrase now. Yeah. So all I'm doing is what does that mean? And are you telling me that you create your reality only up to a point? (laughs) And then you don't create it? Or... When the people say all you need is love, okay, great, what does that mean? And so basically all my work is just taking these truisms and going quite a bit deeper, but it's the other folks that I think are the, as as what you were saying, the normal is the abnormal.
0: If you would like to be part of the global solution for innovative quantum changes, Please join us at the Christ World Healing Circle where we collectively perform quantum mediation for global ascension as training for the Dragonheart Council of Light. Go to ChristCoast.com under the World Services menu tab to register.